2: and 365 day returns.
4: Hi, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. I'm Talia Bacassis and I'm Kim France. Today, we have Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins from the crazy, amazing podcast, Breaking Beauty. they are longtime beauty editors, reporters, and mavericks, and their show has been named the Best Beauty Podcast by Elle, Refinery29, Harper's Bazaar, and lots of other places. What we love about them is they tell you about the best products and also the stories behind them. They've had guests who have founded beauty empires and makeup artists for some of the biggest stars, Um, Kim and I have done a couple of beauty episodes and our listeners love them. And Jill and Carlene are here for a topic that feels very on point in pandemic times. We're talking budget beauty and drugstore dupes. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So for our listeners who might not know you yet, um, can you identify your voices? Like which one of you is
3: which? Okay. So I usually start. So I'm Jill, Jill Dunn. And I'm Carlene Higgins. I'm low and Jill's high. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say Jill's that high though.
1: I'm pretty but- I'm pretty high and I'm fast. Yes. So that's usually how people can tell us apart. Okay. Fast. I'm
4: low that's and
3: better. slow.
5: <laughs>
4: nice. So, let's get to it. Do you want to start,
5: Kim? Sure. So I've always heard that choosing and sticking to a skincare regimen is the most important thing because skin above all else craves consistency. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that you guys are deluged with new products all the time. Are you constantly trying new skincare or do you stick to a regimen?
3: Sadly, mm-hmm. we are always tra- we're, we are always trying new products. Um, but I definitely believe in that ethos. I think, you know not using too many products, um, being consistent. I think you really need to give your skin a chance to, um, have those ingredients really sink in. I think Mm. to use products just for a few days and review them. I mean, it's tricky. We do it all the time. We really have to look at the inky list or the ingredient list to just try to determine that way. If it's a good product, we also use our initial Mm -hmm. experience with the product, which I think counts for a lot. Um, But yeah, my my face is red often from the amount of different products I'm trying. I'm not going to lie, but I still have my favorites. I still have products I go back to and uh, we'll share some of those with you today.
4: I always think that about samples when you get a sample and then you're like, well, how am I supposed to know after Mm -hmm.
5: just like
3: three uses? Yeah, absolutely true.
5: You know, when I worked at Condé Nast, there was a, I think, urban legend about an editor at Allure who tried so many different treatments and so many different products that her face turned permanently red.
3: Mm, Wow. (laughs) But, you know, I know where that comes from. Like Jill and I, we've talked about this all the time. I think that is not uncommon in the beauty editor world. And I know um, an associate who I worked with ended up having to go to a dermatologist and she had to do a skincare detox and actually Mm. start using nothing. Um, That's what was recommended by our dermatologist. (laughs) And that's how it is. I mean, you go to the beauty closet and the products are just falling over onto you. So you get you get a bit wild, Mm -hmm. it gets a bit crazy. And then you're like, okay, okay, put on the break.
5: Right. One of you said that during COVID times skincare is the new lipstick. What did you mean by that?
1: Well, um, I don't know which one of us said that. I'm like, wow, I, that's a great we're, quote. Did we're, I say that? We were talking that? about the lipstick um, index, Jill. <laughs> right. First of all, um, I think there's a whole element, Carlina and I talk about it all the time, where skincare is sort of crossed over into self-care now. And mm. it's more about this ritual and the routine. And in fact, I just saw like a report. I can't remember. It was like an industry kind of newsletter I read last week about how you know, makeup sales are just absolutely tanking, but uh, skincare sales were up like 22%. Mm. And that right. has been the trend for quite some time. And now you're definitely seeing that even more. And I think it's like people are spending more time at home. They're exploring There, it is this element of ritual and self-care and something you can do for yourself. Anything that's comforting right now, I can see why people are spending a little bit of money on it and maybe not on lipstick that you can't see under a mask. Yeah. <laughs>
5: idiotically I still put on lipstick and so all of my masks are like stained on the inside
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm with you Cam. I'm like always about a lipstick how it makes you feel when you put it on Mm -hmm. and but I I think it's all about the transfer proof you got to get into the world of stain lip stains Mm -hmm. and stuff like that right now
3: right but there's nothing easier for a zoom call you're like oh shit I have a zoom call in five minutes I mean throw that lipstick on right (laughs) boom you have a look
5: right so
3: that can't be beat
5: Well, I'm curious, what are some other Zoom call fixes?
3: For myself, I would say the eyes have it, really. I think people don't really want to look like they're tired and they just woke up, you know? And I think that can be easy to do when you're wearing an oversized pair of jogging pants under the table. And you just want to feel like you're put together. So I personally think, you know, waking up the eye area with a good under-eye concealer um, is really mm-hmm. smart. And I recently discovered one that just came out in August. It's by L'Oreal. It's called L'Oreal True Match Eye Cream in a Concealer, it's called. Um, it's only fourteen ninety nine, and it they're sort of trying to merge this idea of skincare and makeup at the same time. So it has... 0.5% hyaluronic acid. I'll be honest. Is that significant? I don't know. Um, I know one mm-hmm. of the top ingredients though is glycerin, which is a great humectant. So that sort of like draws moisture from the air and holds it in your skin. Um, but because it has that concealer, it has that immediate brightening effect. And I just like how it's a really thin consistency, but manages to brighten at the same time. Like I could instantly see a difference when I used it. And I think using that lighter fluid of a texture is great for those of us over 40 when you have like quite a bit of maybe crinkles in that area. You know, hmm. I used to be addicted to the clay depot concealer and I still love it, but under the eye area there, it can really settle in those lines. So that thin consistency is great. And I've just been loving that under eye concealer it's really refreshing and you just boom you look Mm. awake
1: I would say for me one thing that has been a major key is the color wow root touch-up powder and Mm -hmm. that's uh, just an absolute genius product because otherwise you have to get very creative with like the angle that your computer camera is (laughs) like you're trying to hide your part this is a powder that's basically waterproof smudge proof it has like eight different colors I think it's like around $40 but it lasts I still have mine from like last year Mm -hmm. last forever uh, yeah it it lasts forever and ever it's a perfect thing on zoom if you're if you want to make your hairline look a little bit thicker or you haven't been to the salon and the other thing is obviously the zoom touch-up feature hello I'm sure most people are aware of that now but if they aren't there's a little button and it's Mm -hmm. like enhance my
3: appearance Mm -hmm. done and done i did not know about that on on the budget <laughs> tip you know they they do have a dupe from Clairol. i think it's called the Clairol mm-hmm. root touch-up which i have tried and yeah. it's good
4: the one you're describing is a powder and the root touch-up one is like a you leave it in and wash it out kind. Of, like it's a it's an actual dye right
1: no both of them are powders
4: yeah
3: yeah so it's a it's really good a dupe it's essentially the exact same thing it looks like an eyeshadow palette it's makeup for your hair it's a concealing powder. And I mean, I'm wearing it now. We've been, Jill and I have both been living in these root cover ups for our Zoom <laughs> meetings.
5: I love Color Wow. I've been using it for mm-hmm. a while. I have thin hair and it makes it look a lot less thin at the top.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a complete savior. And you think, you think, oh, it's just eyeshadow. Who cares? But then you try it and you're like, oh, no, no, no. This is actually way different and way more like technologically advanced and we actually had the founder on our show not too long ago and she kind of referred to it as like upgrading from like a rotary phone to like an iphone (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i thought that was pretty genius that's nice
3: yeah
4: you just mentioned hyaluronic acid um why is that important
3: so hyaluronic acid is, uh, first of all, it's a very buzzy ingredient right now. It's yeah, also yeah. Um, sort of the thing that we we will always remember as beauty editors is it holds 1000 times its weight in water. It's something that's naturally produced in the body, but you can apply it topically. You'll find it a lot in skincare serums. So it's great for plumping and hydration, um, especially for those of us who have dehydrated skin like myself. But now you'll find it in a lot of... Makeup as well, and and that actually makes me skeptical. I think it's probably a bit of a gimmick in some makeup, but I think when you get like a liquidy texture, like a foundation or a concealer, it's probably going to work better than I don't know a blush, let's say. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's just great for hydrating your skin. It's one of those tried and true ingredients that has been around for a while, and it's uh, it's legit. Mm, and right. I think
1: why it's experiencing that like sort of resurgence right now is frankly, it's instant results. It's like as soon as you put a hyaluronic acid serum on your skin, you look plumper and you you see it on your skin right away. So I think that's why a lot of people love it. It's like it has that over time benefit, but right away you'll see your skin looking better.
4: I get mine from The Ordinary is that, um, do you guys... Are you pro
1: The Ordinary? I feel like you could do a whole episode probably on The Ordinary. (laughs)
3: And we have.
1: Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. I think that one is great. Actually, L'Oreal Paris has a whole like Revitalift line that they just came out with. It's like 1.5% hyaluronic acid. It's like different weights. There's different molecular weights to it. It gets like kind of science-y. Neutrogena Hydro Boost, that's like their whole main ingredient is hyaluronic acid. You don't have to spend a lot for an ingredient like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. There's plenty of budget-friendly options.
5: The product I like to use on my skin or that I can tell makes a difference or I like to think I can tell makes a difference is (laughs) is vitamin C. But I cannot find Mm -hmm. a formulation that works that doesn't cost a fortune.
1: That's my (laughs) – well, that's my holy grail. For years and years, I've always said I'd get – if I was never a beauty editor anymore, I would just get Botox and I would buy SkinCeutical CE for Serum, which is 180 bucks, And I would just buy like a very uh, high quality SPF. And really, that's kind of like... Your anti aging regimen, right there. But the skin, the skin one it's patented, it's like peer reviewed, it's it's and it, so it's very expensive because it is this like the OG, like standalone, yeah, mm-hmm. the OG holy grail. But <laughs> uh, recently we uh interviewed, we have to give credit where credit is due. So this uh was a find that Gothamista, who's a skincare blogger in New York, she turned us on to this. And the brand is called Maylove, it's like M A E L O V E. Oh yeah, and they have a serum that's a dupe for the Skinceuticals, and it's called the Glow Maker, and it's around thirty dollars. Um, I've tried it. I do think it's not as good as Skinceuticals. It's not quite there, but it's pretty damn close for that price. Hmm.
4: Thank, Thank you. you. I actually ordered that once, and it was like you had to email them, and they were going to email you back. Like there was a oh, wow. waiting list. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: I could see that. That is one of the ones out there. Um, Carlene and I have been talking about this like fallacy of the wait list, how people would, like, they'll say there's a wait list for a product just so it drums up excitement. But I think that is an actual product where there is a legitimate
5: wait list.
1: I fell for it if it
4: wasn't.
5: <laughs> it worked.
4: Yeah, I felt like it was so exclusive.
5: During my own days in magazines, I remember people always saying that L'Oreal and Lancôme products are often really similar despite their differences in price. Would Mm -hmm. you say that's so? And do you have other examples of companies that do high and low and are basically peddling the same product?
3: 100%. It (laughs) it happens. So what you just pinpointed there is they're both under the L'Oreal umbrella And they Mm -hmm. definitely share the same technology. I remember years ago, Lancome came out with a vibrating mascara. Didn't last very long. Um, And (laughs) shortly thereafter, it was, you know, Maybelline or L'Oreal or one of those had a vibrating mascara. I think a lot of it is... Wait a
4: minute. A vibrating mascara? uh Like the actual (laughs) actual thing would vibrate? Yep. Wow. Those are two things... (laughs)
1: When you're too lazy to swipe, just
3: vibrate it onto your lash. Oh my God. It's like, I don't need that. I would vibrate it off my eyelash yeah. by accident, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, it's not around anymore for a reason. But um Yeah. But yeah, so there are many companies under the L'Oreal umbrella and you know, they probably don't love us talking about this all the time, but we do. And you mm. can definitely see a trickle down effect. You often see it with it cosmetics, um, that is under their umbrella and you know, Maybelline, they will have a very similar product. The packaging is similar, the ingredients are very similar. One of the uh, products that I know Jill and I are both fans of is the It Cosmetics Your Skin But Better CC Cream, which uh, is kind of a cult favorite product. It it says it's a CC cream because it has skincare ingredients in it, but it actually has great coverage just like a foundation. Um, it's quite hydrating and it's just a beautiful formula. And last year, I think it was Maybelline came out with Dream Urban Cover. They're both SPF 50 um, both have, you know, I think it's hyaluronic acid and some other skincare ingredients and the, the finish is just so similar. Although when I really started investigating the ingredients on that one, I realized that snail mucus was high up on the, uh, on the list of ingredients <laughs> on, uh, it cosmetics and Maybelline chose to leave that out. Um, interestingly enough, but that's, uh, I wonder why. Yeah, I mean, that's a classic Korean skincare ingredient that um, they say is all about healing. And that's the founder of it. Oh,
4: I was kidding. Yeah, it sounds insane. No,
3: it's actually there's there's snail slime facials. And Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember the uh, (laughs) science behind it. But I think it I think there's actually something to it the healing uh yeah,
4: it's qualities.
3: A- I can't remember what's in the slime exactly right now, but yeah, I kind of went down a rabbit <laughs> hole once and um the founder of it cosmetics of There are a lot of
4: snails in my backyard, oh, and well. this idea is really revolting. DIY. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a DIY. <laughs> DIY chally. <laughs> I know. I don't know how I would get them to do full coverage. No, that just sounds awful. Yeah, but it's a
1: great product.
5: It's kind of viscous. I have some snail mucus um, under eye um, treatment stuff. And it's yeah. just kind of viscous, yeah. but it's not disgusting in any way. I mean, if it's it's pretty. Far it's only removed. when you say snail mucus.
3: Apparently, they're not harmed in the process. By the way, I've, I when I went down this uh, rabbit hole, apparently they at night she they really They crawl it. across some kind of a screen and they leave the secretions behind. So I'm sorry, I'm going to let it go. It's just I can't. It's just
5: too
1: much. Oh, okay. yeah but and another uh just to go back to your original question kim another th- brands where you see a lot of dupes is between keels and l'oreal paris mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there are so mm-hmm. many products where i was like uh, you flip it over you look at the label you're like yep they just took the Kiel's formula and shoved it in the l'oreal bottle and charge a third of the price we're gonna take a quick break for some ads
0: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com code LISTEN.
6: Support for Everything is Fine comes from ritual. So I love ritual. Everyone knows I love ritual. I talk about ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin. And I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. and Hiya, Sarah absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long. And I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess, is the best way to do it. Say it. Do it.
4: Welcome back to Everything is Fine.
5: What's the newest and most exciting skincare ingredient to be introduced like in the last year?
3: I would say it's not new, but niacinamide is definitely having a moment right now, wouldn't you agree, Jill? Absolutely. It's in everything. <laughs> it's all the it's all <laughs> the the youngs are all everything they want is niacinamide as well and that's all about protecting the skin barrier and also it's good for texture. Like core refining, that kind of a thing. Um, so we're seeing that in yeah. a lot of skincare right now.
5: Are you seeing that the yeah. youngs are a lot more interested in skincare, a lot younger than we were?
1: <laughs>
5: Definitely.
1: Yes. I agree with that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We just had skincare by Hiram on our show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you know who that and is? It, he's like a... T- it, no. no. Do you, I don't know if you've heard of <laughs> because him. Because we're
4: the olds.
1: <laughs> well, we're the olds too. But he was on our show, and he's—we're uh, definitely we're right there with you. But we were like, let's have him on because the New York Times just called him the TikTok influencer who can make or break your brand. Oh so he is a an influencer who blew up on TikTok. He only started posting in March of twenty twenty and now he has over six million followers on TikTok and all oh he does God. is review other people's skincare routines and reacts to them. And then he has a whole philosophy about what he is um comfortable with using and he recommends that his followers follow this philosophy as well like no fragrance in products gentle cleansers all these things and they're definitely like they all want to know routine and what's hashtag Hiram approved it's fascinating to see because he gets a lot of slack or a lot of flack rather because people are like he's not an esthetician he's not a dermatologist what is he doing why is he Mm. recommending things he's not even a beauty editor but um carlene had a really great point about this it's just like if dermatologists and estheticians were doing a good job speaking to that demographic they wouldn't listen to Hiram (laughs) so I think he's really filling a perfect niche there um So in the request department, a good friend
4: of mine, because now people think that I know about this and I really don't know about this, but she (laughs) asked me (laughs) for what is the best reasonably priced daytime moisturizer? And so I figured I would ask you ladies, (laughs) what is the, what's a good drugstore
3: daytime moisturizer? Mm, I have a new favorite, Jill. I was going to say, you should go ahead. You have a favorite. I do. I have a new favorite and it's the Olay Regenerist Whip SPF 40. Um, Mm. it's only $29 and it launched in, I think it was May or June, but you know, the best Mm. anti-aging skincare that you can buy is some, any form of sunscreen really. And so I think every morning to use a daily moisturizer with SPF is huge. I've been doing it since I was a baby beauty editor and I think, I think it's made a difference, but you really need to. Enjoy the texture. It needs to not mess with your makeup in order for you to sort of quote unquote comply, you know, to use it every day. So, Mm. this one really feels like a premium skincare product. It's really lightweight. That's what I like about it. They used to have an SPF 20 or 25 in the Whips collection, but it was in a jar. I think some women still find that too heavy. This one is more in kind of a traditional tube, it comes out in a pump. And it also has that niacinamide that we talked about, um, which is so great for strengthening the skin barrier, making your skin more resilient and improving texture. So if you have enlarged pores, it's also great for oil control. And of course, Olay has always been about peptides. Um, So it's packed with peptides. And those are like little kind of messengers that get your cells to do their job right because they get sluggish as you get older so this one just feels so premium I was shocked by it I think for 30 bucks it's an excellent product
4: Hmm. it's a good one Mm -hmm. you just reminded me also that I used to love the way the Olay products smell Mm -hmm. some of the face creams even L'Oreal too they have such a nice perfume like I almost wish they would manufacture a perfume of the face cream
3: oh that's so funny when I think of memories of my mom when I was a kid. I I remember Oil of Olay as it was called back then. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you
1: have a recommendation for a night cream for budget? Um yeah, I would say Neutrogena the Rapid Wrinkle Repair line for are you you asked for anti-aging, right? Might as well, Your friend. asked. Throw it in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the The rapid wrinkle repair, though, then that whole collection from Neutrogena is really good. And I think that's a, an important point that I wanted to make about drugstore skincare is that they put so much money into the research and development, and they test claim after claim. And really, I think that's where these brands are the strongest is when they stay in their lane with these very tried and true ingredients, retinol. Um, mm you know, developing SPF, peptides, nice in mind, these like they just develop really good formulas that people will want to use. Where I think they can kind of get off track is when they jump the shark a bit and they're like mask stick and spray Mm -hmm. and essence. And you're just like, don't try to be a Mm K-beauty brand, like just Mm -hmm. do what you're good at, which is delivering these very, very affordable Products that will perform and that people can afford, and I think you will see results. It goes back to that consistency, but if you use it night after night, you will see the results. So, and that's something because it does have retinol. You want to be using that at nighttime. Why don't you yeah. use retinol in the morning? Well, I think it is it can be sensitizing for some people. Not that particular product, but the ingredient. Um, mm-hmm. If you get a prescription retinol, for instance, you can be a bit red, and it can just leave some, you know, some sensitivity. So it's just better to use those types of very active products at night. And then, of course, use your SPF during the day. Do you have a recommendation for the best drugstore mascara? Okay. I actually just discovered one. And guess what? Newsflash, I bought this one. I didn't get it gifted. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think uh, a lot of people... Probably know beauty editors, we do get a lot of stuff to test and for our jobs. Um, so this one I was drawn in. I got it at the drugstore just last night. It's from a brand called Essence and they have this at Ulta and it's $5 and it's called $5. Bye Bye Panda Eyes. Bye Bye Panda Eyes. So this mascara is good for people who are oily skin types or they just, they're tired of that like panda eyes by the end of the day. So the whole uh, MO with this particular product is that it's not gonna smudge at all. So this morning I actually tested it and I wore like a ton of sunscreen and I wore my oiliest concealer and I didn't um, powder anything down and then I went for a walk. And I can confirm this does not smudge at all. It's actually a tubing mascara which is hard to find at the drugstore. So they, inst- it's kind of like they shrink wrap each and every eyelash. So it actually really stays put. So you're going to get huh. not a crazy amount of volume with this type of product, but it's going to really make your lashes look full and thick and black, but it's not going to end up moving at all. So that's a good one. And okay. they also have another one called Lash Princess, which is iconic. It's always sold out. They make really good mascaras. Hmm. Love
5: it. Do you believe that there, I mean, I know beauty editors who believe that there's never a reason to buy a department store mascara.
3: Totally agree. I don't know why, but I think the drugstore brands have just nailed it when it comes to the mascara. And uh, I actually mm-hmm. have tried so many premium mascaras and there are very few that I even enjoy. There's something about them that are just totally overdone. So to pay 40 or $50 for a mascara, that's just a waste of money.
4: Yeah. But there's that one Kim that you told me about the um, Benefit Roller Lash, and I found that to be way better than anything mm-hmm. else that I had tried.
5: Well, I like it in combination with um, the Nars. Um, oh, what is the sexually suggestive name of their climax?
3: Climax. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah.
5: And I always feel like a sucker because I know that the pros <laughs> think you really never need to go anywhere other than the drugstore for good mascara.
3: Yeah, I mean, mm. Maybelline makes fantastic ones. Like if you are looking for a lot of drama, the, you know, Maybelline Colossal, it's in a yellow tube. That's a really good
5: one. What What are the best clean beauty brands that people should look for?
3: You know, um, it's interesting that you mentioned that. And um, I do have a couple of suggestions in the clean beauty area. But, you know, one thing that Jill and I are kind of, We're on a bit of a clean beauty journey, I would say, where um, there's kind of a new philosophy that's really bringing into question what clean beauty is and whether or not it actually has any merit. And that's because there are a lot of ingredients that have been really demonized, you know, starting with parabens is the big one, but other ingredients as well where it's sort of become just a marketing, marketing claims that are kind of predatory on people's fears. And we've been interviewing for our show, a lot of cosmetic chemists, and they're the real experts in this field. And they have sort of come to the table and said, you know, there really isn't much science to back up that all of these ingredients that are apparently so bad Mm. when the free from list is like 50 ingredients long, that they actually are bad at all. It's something that we're continuing to explore. So I'm happy to answer the question, but I just want to make that footnote that this is a real kind of growing conversation within the beauty industry. And I think it's something to be aware of, you know, when you are spending with your wallet is um, how much of that is really legit. So, so just hmm. be aware of that, I would say. Um, huh. But I do understand that, you know, people who like do clean eating and they they just figure like I use all organic ingredients in my food I want to have organic ingredients in my um, skincare products as well let's say I do understand that and I think uh, one company that is budget that does this really well is Weleda do you know that company mm-hmm yeah of course. oh yeah so Waleda is, is famous for its skin food um, that was kind of a cult product I remember back in the day Rihanna used it all the time it gives a nice dewiness and sheen to the skin it's a great all over balm that you can use Um, so they came out with earlier this year um, what's called the Waleda Awakening Oil it's around $30 and I do think that it's hard to find a good face care oil that's quote-unquote clean and also uh, affordable so I think Waleda is Mm -hmm. great because they're made in Europe all of their products are made in like Switzerland and France and they use biodynamic farming practices to harvest their own ingredients so that's what I like about that company is like they're really into sustainability and not just like sourcing all these crops from who knows where And the quality of the ingredients are really there. And I think that's really important in a face oil. Like, I just don't think you want to be using any old face oil from a drugstore. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, this particular one has like jojoba and argan oil and antioxidants um, that are great to fight free radicals in the environment. So it's all good for your skin. And there's a makeup artist by the name of Patty Jubroff. Um, she works with like Laura Dern and Priyanka Chopra, and I saw a video of her kind of floating around on the net and she was actually using it over top of her makeup as a finishing product to give a little bit of dewiness to the cheeks. So I thought that was a great tip and just Hmm. a different way of using a face oil. And, you know, when you have dehydrated skin, a lot of people in our age group do. So I think it's a great, um, great idea.
1: And I do think, just to add to that, that for so long, I felt like wellness and clean beauty was so exclusive. Like, not everybody Mm. can afford to shop sorry, on Goop. Uh, (laughs) Not everybody can shop at Whole Foods um, for these products that want choice. And I do think that one big trend we're seeing is the evolution of the clean and green beauty space and having more options that are affordable. One dupe that I wanted to mention is from, actually, it's from Physicians Formula, believe it or not. Hmm. And they have this product called the Perfect Matcha Cleanser. It's a cleansing balm and it's $13, I believe. And it's a dupe for the pharmacy's green, clean, cleanser which is $34 and that sells out constantly at Sephora so I just Mm -hmm. found that this one was like really great quality ingredients I was shocked it really gets Mm -hmm. rid of your makeup and your skin doesn't feel like it has a film on it afterwards so I wanted to give that one a shout out and then the other brand that um, is making clean beauty more affordable is Versed that's V-E-R-S-E-D and they Mm -hmm. are at Target Um, and they've just been around for about 18 months now and I just feel like their offering is really great. It's very um, fun packaging, but it's also clean beauty that's all under $20. That's their whole MO. So I think that's one to check out as well. And I, I've really enjoyed a lot of the products that I have used from that line.
5: Would you say that Target does clean beauty better than other um, stores in its competitive set? I
1: think they're very, very good at scouting indie brands and. Um, kind of calling them up and getting them on their sh- the, their shelves but I do think that Ulta is really making a play in that space too. Ulta don't quote me on the deal exactly but I know that <laughs> Ulta just partnered with Credo Beauty which is mm-hmm. an independent retailer of clean beauty products um, they don't have that many stores but they just partnered with them and so they're going to have like a dedicated space in the Ulta stores on the floor of Credo curated Products, So I think mm. you're going to see this more and more and more of like this trend I was talking about of drugstores and more mass market retailers getting in on this and because not everybody can afford to shop Tata Harper products, even though they would want to, they can't spend $300 on a face cream that's, mm-hmm. you know, in a great glass jar and made by hand in Vermont.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i have to say there aren't many credo stores but there is one dangerously close to my apartment in manhattan and okay <laughs> what are some black-owned beauty brands that you guys like and what are their great products
3: awesome so i guess the one that comes to mind for me most is briogeo it's uh brio am i saying that right briogeo yes um So that's actually a a hair care line and uh, we interviewed the founder, but I just fell in love with the hair mask. It's called the Don't Despair Repair Deep Conditioning Mask and it is so good. Like it just, Mm. I mean, it just does exactly what it says. I have kind of a lot of blonde in my hair. It's very bleachy. um, So that does a lot of damage and I have really dry ends, but I think it's great for highly textured hair. Um, curly hair. That's kind of what the whole line is known for. It's, it's good for all hair textures and that's just a fantastic product, but it's not necessarily budget. I think that one's around $40.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah. Still cheaper than some of the other salon hair treatments I can think of, but yeah.
1: Yeah, there's another brand that I think everybody needs to know about if they don't already. And that's Ama Beauty. And that launched um, the end of 2018, I believe. And it, the founder, her name is Sharon Shooter. And she is just an absolute force in the beauty world. You all need to follow her on Instagram. And her line is a makeup line. And it's really for everybody but it's incredibly pigmented so it looks beautiful on all skin tones Mm -hmm. Um, and she used to work in the whole corporate executive world at I believe at LVMH and she launched her line at Ulta so it is mostly all under $20 I believe she has just really come on the scene though in 2020 even more so because she created the whole pull up for change movement on social media so that was about getting brands to pull up or shut up hashtag pull up or shut up and disclose how many of their employees were black and Mm -hmm. um, what their game plan was to increase diversity not only in their offerings but also like in the the c-suite or whatever whatever that's called yeah so she is incredible and she's got a lot of brands to pull up or shut up you know and this was all taking place on instagram and uh, it's now all on record these brands saying who they have on their staff and their teams and then a lot of them laid out strategies on how they were going to improve so i think she's just really one to watch and um, follow what she's doing
3: Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. i wouldn't say it's the price range is probably not considered budget i'm just looking now, mm. like at the foundation's like $50. Right. Lipsticks are 20 The eyeshadow kits are um, $60. But right. yeah, fantastic brand and definitely one to watch. Yeah, still good
1: to know. Oh, the other one that I wanted to mention actually was Taraji P. Henson's hair care line, which she did help develop. Um, that's at Target. And it honestly looks like a dupe for Orbe. All of the product packaging is incredible. Wow. Um, and she curated the whole line. And it's also for curly hair and coarse hair textures. So that's one to check out yeah. as well. And I believe that is all $20 or less. Yeah, Great. it's called
3: TPH by Taraji.
5: We talked about mascara, but what are some other products that you never need to splurge on because the drugstore versions are so good?
3: I would say that sunscreen has come such a far way and also budget skincare in general like we always used to think of it as drugstore but there are are a lot of um, budget-friendly brands that are now even direct to consumer as well so a recent discovery that i made is a line called everyday humans i believe they're available at Ulta, and it's all again sort of quote unquote clean um, and cruelty free and it's under 25 dollars so They have a mineral sunscreen called Rose Play SPF 30. And if you go to their website, it says right away something like sunscreen that feels like skincare. And it honestly feels like you're just using a great daily moisturizer, Mm -hmm. especially for a mineral sunscreen. You know, it has a history of being kind of chalky and white. And this one is just fantastic. It's great for sensitive skin or oily skin. It's all clinically tested, fragrance-free and it has other ingredients like aloe vera in it to soothe. Aloe is also a huge trendy ingredient this year. We're seeing aloe in skincare and also hair care and it's fantastic. And they have another version that's not mineral. It's just so, so good. I'm like addicted to the sunscreen now. So I think for 25 bucks, like considering when you used to think of a premium sunscreen, would be you know Shiseido or Lancome or Clarins like you just you just don't need to go there anymore which is fantastic
5: wait it just all of a sudden occurred to me that I hadn't asked you guys about the Revlon blow dryer that is supposed to be the be-all and (laughs) end-all blow dryers that I found out about Mm -hmm. after I splurged on a Dyson blow dryer and then I find Uh out that this like $40 (laughs) one is supposed to be even better yeah, Jill,
3: you're a fan of that. Yeah,
1: one. is there a is there a more viral product than that product? <laughs> right. it's, it's $60. This is what I'll say about it. And we, we did review it on the show. I think my hair is a little too thick for it. I personally think that it is a really good tool if you have thin or shorter hair. Um, because it's very, very hot. It really is. And so, for me to use it on my hair, it would take like 30 plus minutes to blow dry. And it's just too long to have that intense heat on Mm -hmm. my hair. So, I'll like rough dry it with my Dyson hair dryer. And then, if (laughs) I want to, if I want to do like, it's kind of basically like, if your round brush and your hairdryer had a baby, that's what it is. Right. And so if you want to get that finishing sleek blowout, then that is a great product. I personally find it's very hot though. And I have seen some Reddit people talking about after using it for a very long period of time and using it daily that they were experiencing some breakage. So mm. that's just an FYI.
5: Good to know. Mm. Good. Yeah.
3: That's a real game changing uh hair getting ready product though I use the more expensive dupe of that product which is the dry bar the double <laughs> shot blow dryer brush mm-hmm. um, it's around $200 but I just I compared the two of them and I ended up keeping that one and it it just saves so much time to have that kind of as Jill said like the round brush and the blow dryer in one and I just for yeah. for somebody like myself who's a mom you know a working mom I'm busy I don't have time in the morning and I hate blow drying my hair yeah, it's a game changer.
4: Well, after this, I'm going to go cry me a river that I don't have an Alta in my city.
1: <laughs> it's coming soon, though, Tally. To Montreal? It's coming to Canada in 2021.
4: Oh, no way. Oh, that's very mm-hmm. exciting news. But it's not going to mm-hmm. come to Quebec because we don't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go everywhere else. <sighs> Thank you, ladies. We've run out of time. We had a million other questions, but it's abusive. no problem.
1: No, we love it. I could do it all. I could talk about this all day. Are you kidding? Mm -hmm.
4: So everybody should definitely, definitely, for like the more in-depth version, uh, go listen to the Breaking Beauty podcast. Is there anything else you want us to announce?
1: Uh, We're just at Breaking Beauty podcast on Instagram. And if you want to get the real tea, join our Facebook chat room. That's where everybody is asking questions questions about products and it's a real like fun conversation in there um, mm. so you just search breaking beauty podcast chat room on facebook super fun
4: thanks so much for listening to everything is fine we are your hosts Talia abacassus and kim france if you like the show be sure to rate it and write us a review on apple podcasts if you have suggestions for show ideas or anything else email us at tally and kim at gmail.com We also have an Instagram that is EIF Podcast, and you can find Kim on her blog, girlsofacertainage.com.